I was trying to uh, mute myself so I could type something and then realized that my microphone's still picking up my typing even though Discord wasn't, so that was real helpful. I'm Livy, and I play Isabetta, the probably evil enchantress. Hello, I'm Sarah, and I play Kishori, the Asimar paladin of Utu. Hello, I am Theron, and I play Lydia Tamarovna Barsakov, the orcish warlock. And I'm Nikki, the current game master and your guide to fantasy Earth. And Nikki, it's yours. Yay! <laughs> 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 All right, uh, welcome back to We're Like a Girl. Uh, it's us, the girls. We're cool and dopey. Yep. Um, and this week, and maybe for a couple more weeks, we have a special guest star. <gasps> what? Uh, if you could please introduce yourself, special guest star. Oh, hi. Uh, that's me. I'm Lucy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't really know what to say. Um, well, your name's a good start. Yeah, like yeah. my like, that's a good start. Like my name's Lucy. I guess pronouns she her. Do I go into my character? Or should no, I um, where who where are you? Who can we find you on the internet? I mean, okay. I hear you're a person. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I've I've been informed that I'm a person, but I don't really believe it most of the time. But um, <laughs> yeah, you can find me on Twitter. I'm at severely trans because I'm very good at social media. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I'm primarily a voice actor in audio drama. But I was talking about wanting to dip my toes into actual play podcasting a bit. So Theron was lovely enough to invite me. And Nikki was very accommodating. So I'm here. <laughs> Yay! Yay! All right, I'm cool beans. Um, I hope that we'll get to your character this episode. Uh, because <laughs> they went way off the rails last time. So fingers crossed, guys. We can be goal-oriented. Don't even worry about it. Thanks for joining us, Lucy. I'm excited to have you play with us. Um, Thank you I'm going to make me. Livy recap last episode because she was barely involved. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Oops. Okay, so y'all are Snoopy. You're Snoopy the doll <laughs> from uh, Charlie Brown because you went to, is it, we're in Venice, aren't we? Uh, yeah, they we went, went to, to Florence. Venice. Yeah, yeah. That's Where? Right. We went to Florence. Florence, yeah, you went to Florence, my hometown. Yeah. <laughs> and you went to Da Vinci's house to try and find things out about me and um, figured, found out about the cult thing, which is all well and good and great. <laughs> and then you went to the library <laughs> and found yeah. out more about the cult thing, which I just love so much. <laughs> and then you went to town hall and found out even more about the cult thing, which is just fantastic for me i'm sure remy was as useful as you guys were very, i doubt it very likely but... he was just as likely yeah and that's all i remember <laughs> is just vague recordings of Libby going shit shit <laughs> yeah, in the background yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. cult's a very strong word uh okay so um isabetta <laughs> not isabetta uh kishori and lydia found um a list of 20 items uh, that were part of the collection. And it looks like mm-hmm. the their names oh, right. of who they were have been erased from history somehow. There were notes that um, the spell book has been hidden someplace. 
And uh, there was a directive from Da Vinci that they'd never, ever, 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 ever separate the collection, which of course <laughs> didn't happen. So um, I did make a list of items for you guys to peruse when you get that far. Um, oh, I should actually copy that and make a handout. That's a that's a future. Yeah, that's a future problem. So um, you guys have come back late at night to uh, Venice after your. Uh, fact-finding mission. Mm-hmm. Um, and you still have a couple more days to get ready for your trip if you want to, or you can head out, or you can go talk to Isabetta about stuff. What do you guys want to do about that? Um, I don't... I think it's too early to confront Isabetta about this. Yeah. I think we need to, to sleep on it for a yeah, little I while. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> no, we found out all the dirty secrets. Isabetta, we know. We know. Don't even worry about it. Like, it's not even an issue. <laughs> I don't know. You you seem to still be interested in starting a, a cult. So. It's, don't even worry about it. Like, it's not an issue. <laughs> All right. Yes. Uh, Isabetta is still kind of, seems like culty. Culture rather than a culty, I hear. Um, even, not even an issue. <laughs> none your business. I'm tired. Yeah, none your business. Um, saying that doesn't... doesn't mean it's true (laughs) (laughs) that's not how any of that works so you're all gonna let that go for now we're gonna hold on to it (laughs) we're not gonna let it go but we're not gonna (laughs) confront her about it (laughs) all right cool we need need more time to think about that one no problem all right um we are not very smart no that's unfortunately very true uh isabel is a smart one and that's why she's a problem um okay I'll, um, I'll on the on the break create a handout um, for you guys about what the items are because uh, it would it take it takes them a bit longer. But uh, uh, Isabetta Remy does come back a couple days later with <laughs> a uh, a list that's hand, like hand scribbled in his little shitty handwriting um, <laughs> that of the items um, that. But he went through and he tells that he broke into. Um, Da Vinci's Slicer's house and rifled through paperwork until he found bills of sale of all the oh, items. Good. Very good. Um, and I'll have to, I have a list of the items. I'll have to actually now go make a list of where they are. Uh, I realize <laughs> that's a step I missed. I've been real scattered this week, guys. Sorry. Um, it was a week. Yeah, it's been a week. So <laughs> yeah, that's an understatement. <laughs> um, all right. Then the week of your prep time ends. Are you mm-hmm. then ready to hit the road? Anything else come up so. this week that you thought of that you want to do before you head out? No, I, I think uh, I think I think it's just time to go. Okay, time to save the world or that part of it. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, then um, you don't have to use the outbound teleportation pad at the Golden Crane Society because she's got the signal; she can do it anywhere. But, um, the sigil, that's not how you say that word. The sigil, I can't believe I said that. This, um, the teleportation symbol, um, you, you, once you're ready, um, we go collect Isabetta, who, uh, is... I'm just chilling. Don't even worry about it. Yes. (laughs) Just chilling. Don't even worry about it. Um, and she does the circle and set you guys up and you teleport out immediately. As soon as you guys step through the teleportation circle, um, 
into this new place. It is not even as hot as um, August in Venice, actually, but it oh, is. Nice. It's a little bit cooler than that, but it is heavier. It's it's way more humid. Um, oh, gross. Yeah, and it uh, feels um, just warm and damp. Um, and you you come out into a. It looks like it was at one point some sort of public square, but it's mostly been overgrown by jungle plants. You can see buildings in the distance, but the area right where you step out looks like it's been neglected or abandoned. Hmm. And uh, looking around the floor here, there's a, a big open stone area, and you can see the teleportation symbol. It has been etched in the stone here, but it's been um, worn away. Um, it almost just looks like it's a um, decorative flagstone more than anything else. And hmm. uh, you look... You look around and you see that very nearby in um, some of the tangles of the foliage is a uh, ruin that looks like it might have at one point been the goat. But it is um, collapsed in on itself and um, only like a frame of a building left behind. Hmm. Um, Which is... Which is odd to you guys. Um, and then that's the first thing you notice. And then almost immediately after that, you start to be, um, you hear a little bit distantly, but just thousands of voices and oh. the sounds of tons of people moving around and talking and, and doing life. Um, mm. And you, the smells that are wafting through the air are, unlike anything you've ever experienced before. There's some strange flower smells and there's like an edge of spiciness on the air um, that I need, I think probably Lydia to make a saving throw against. Just make me a a con check. Okay. Just, (laughs) oh, you're fine. 13. Um, Your nose itches a little bit, like you're about to sneeze. Mm. Um, Just because it's like someone just threw a bunch of peppercorn on the fire, basically. Sort of like, but you you catch yourself. Um, Where you've come out, there's there's no one else here in this little abandoned square. But you can hear people further away um, beyond this little uh, brain fart. Wow. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) um, Beyond this immediate area. Who wants to take the lead here? Um, Is there... Okay. Is there, like, any obvious pillar of darkness that we can just immediately see or no? Mm. <laughs> okay. Um, go ahead and make a perception check. You all three can. I got a 14. Okay. I got a 5. <laughs> Where the fuck is perception? Oh, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> it's in the P's, I got Libby. a 7. Okay. Yeah, we're so perceptive. Yeah. We're very perceptive. <laughs> um, both Kishori and Isabetta... Uh, are struck by how thick the foliage is and they can't really see much beyond the overhanging tree canopy. Um, Lydia, you're a little bit taller than they are. And <laughs> I don't know how that makes a difference at this point. But, um, <laughs> but it you, does somehow. It does somehow. And you get a little <laughs> bit more of a, a glimpse of the skyline. And um, from here, all you see is just bright blue sky overhead and tops of some distant buildings 
from here you don't see anything that looks remotely like the pillar. Okay. Um. You, uh, you also remember, though, from the, the globe when you were there um, and sort of um, looking at maps when on your, your prep when you're getting when you're preparing sorry there you go uh that the city that you're going to jakarta is about it's just like as close as we could get but it's not actually right it's still about 100 miles away from where the volcano is and the volcano is on its own little island in this vast archipelago of um islands Oh, so we're going to have to hire a boat, basically. It's the Probably. same as we did in the desert. We'll have to, to find some sort of guide or something like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. I want Kishori to lead the way. <laughs> nice. <laughs> All right. Uh, okay, so yeah, she'll just um, start walking towards, I guess, the sound Thousands of, of voices. People? The sounds of people, yeah. okay. Um you feel actually as you as you pass out from this little square that it's almost like um, preserved in some sort of stasis because there was nobody there. Like no one even thinks about it or goes there. Mm-hmm. But as soon as you break out through this line of trees, there are buildings and people as far as the eye can see in all directions. Um, oh. And they're all in this style here that I, I put on the, the picture. Um, peaked roofs. Uh, uh, very um, even different from what you remember from your childhood growing up, mm-hmm. um, but that's very open, airy architecture, allowing the tropical breeze to go through. And what you all notice immediately is that um, Isabel is the only human anywhere in immediate eye view. All that, right, that's right. And okay. uh, the first thing you notice about the people is that the majority of them look serpentine in varying ways some of them have scales but not like dragonborn just like lines of scales or slitted eyes or forked tongues and then there's some that are bigger that have snake heads or snake heads for arms um snake heads for arms yep that's the thing i said and it's true wow (laughs) Uh, and then there are scattered amongst them you see People um, that, Kishori, you recognize immediately as being of your own race. There are some that have, they look like they're um, human elementals or they're, um, they've got horns or uh, the same kind of glowing eyes you do or golden hair. Um, those note that they're from, they're, they're of the same people that you come from. Okay. And of Sometimes you guys do see a few halflings running around, but they look mm-hmm. like they are mostly indentured servants. They seem mm. lower class than everybody else um, and are mostly ignored by the rest of the people. Okay. Where do you want to look for first? What do you want to do? Um, I think what I would look for is somewhat like a cartographer, um, someone with a map. Okay. And uh, go from there. Is That's what I would want to do. Okay. Okay. Um, go ahead and make a um, persuasion check. Ew. Well, I'm a noob and closed my character sheet. <laughs> so give me just a hot minute. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, persuasion. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that should... Uh, Eleven. Okay. Mm-hmm. It actually takes you um, a couple of minutes to find somebody who speaks a language you do. Oh. Um, oh. You attempt common with several people, and mm-hmm. it doesn't work, and you eventually catch somebody with celestial. Sweet. And... Um, you ask, you're looking for a cartographer specifically. Um, yeah. They direct you towards uh, what would be the um, the governor's palace. They're like the, all of the official scribes work there. And mm-hmm. that's where you'd be able to, um, the, and they tell you that the um, governor, it to, to, when you come into port here at, at, at Jakarta, they require you to, give over copies of your maps if you've been to someplace new so that they can keep an idea of the state of the archipelago and the broader mm-hmm. world. Hmm. So they would be there um, if anywhere. I mean, we don't really have any maps. I mean, do would we keep a map of the desert that we went through? <laughs> no, they just, um, that's where they would keep all the maps because when you, when you sail in on a ship because it's a trade hub, the governor requires you oh, to... Oh, oh. So they have them all. Um, so they have them all so that they know where places are um, okay. in case they need to I, send their Navy someplace to go fuck some people up. You know, whatevs. <laughs> Just, you know, normal government things. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> then, yeah. Um, okay, so Kishori will just uh, lead the group on through there. Okay. Maybe pick up a few uh, uh, desserts along the way or snacks along the way. You see a lot of... Um, there's a lot of strange fruits for sale um, from vendors along the sides of the road. Uh, you do find somebody who is making um, some sort of fry bread there. Uh, always delicious. Um, mm-hmm. And it's probably, if you guys left early um, from Venice, it's it's probably getting on towards like late afternoon here. Okay. Because time zones, man. Um, yeah, that's how they work. That's how they work. And uh, you can easily, if you want, to sample some local street snacks. That's very easy to do. Okay. Uh, you can get some fried rice. You can get some puff pastries. There's all kinds of things. There's fruit, weird, spicy meats on sticks, um, mm-hmm. all kinds of stuff. Okay. Um, as you're walking, you do begin to notice that you're getting some attention um oh. gee i wonder why right um you guys are <laughs> dressed down somewhat but you know uh you are am i <laughs> <laughs> well you're for for the heat mostly you're dressed oh. down a little bit uh you and lydia both still look like your fancy lads and kishori's <laughs> wandering around in adamantine plate mail so um there's you know. nothing wrong with being safe okay <laughs> and uh there, there is a wave of conversation sort of quietly behind you everywhere you go. Like if you, if you stop and um, like pay coppers for something, they actually mm-hmm. look at the stamping on your coppers and mm-hmm. look at you and they're, but they, then they take out one of their own coppers and sort of weigh them against each other and like, <laughs> I, I guess, and then take them. <laughs> That's valid. Um, you think that, um, I'm actually not to look at the rest of you guys' languages. What do you guys? What else do you guys speak, Lydia and 
is a better uh, uh i speak orc obviously gnomish and elvish okay i, th- I think i just speak common you're the best <laughs> you just speak common i don't you're know a fucking wizard languages there am i supposed to oh my god oh my god probably don't What's worry your about background it. I speak common and I speak Italian, and you don't need to worry about my background. Yeah, don't don't worry about the background. It's, okay, it's just... well, I mean, I was just saying, if your background is the sage, then you would have two other languages. It's not. It's, it's not. It's not. <laughs> it, it must be far traveler then. Got it. No. <laughs> it's cultists. Yes, definitely. Don't even worry about it. I was going to say the background is just Italian. <laughs> that's very true italian cultist is that like a mobster at that point <laughs> don't even worry about it <laughs> i'm worried about it don't worry about it yep yep she just speaks common <laughs> craziest wizard of all time all right cool you're fantastic yeah, Ruby. i love you um okay uh None of you then get the full gist of what they're uh, talking about because it's um, in some other language you don't know. Um, But glancing around, you think it is the combination of Lydia and Isabetta that's getting you the most confusion here. Oh. You could could pass for a local. um, I probably took off my armor. (laughs) Yeah, and... There, uh, somebody actually comes up to you um, who's got like this flowing golden hair and dark golden skin and she uh, reaches out and grabs your arm and says sister aren't you hot in that hmm? um, I'll point out my amazing amulet that does not let me get hot in this I'll say no um, I have ways of handling it thank you well stay safe in the ancestors thank you you too <laughs> you can you can make a religion check. I will. I would definitely wait for her to leave before I said that. Um, and she said that to you in celestial. Oh shit! Oh, I love that that natural one. That's amazing. Um, but it's still a ten, Nikki. Yeah, but it's a natural one, so that's an auto fail. Um, you left your homeland fairly early. Mm. And um, your family have been devout Utu worshippers for a couple generations. So you're not real sure what she's talking about. That's okay. That, you know, that teach their own, I guess. Right. <laughs> no kidding. Okay. Um, you eventually find your way to the governor's palace, which is this, I should have found an even cooler, bigger building to show you, but I don't have one. Long, swooping, um, actually single story building with a little parapet in the center. Same mm-hmm. uh, swooping pointed roofs on the other end, but it looks like it's an, actually a whole complex, and you can only see the front side of it here. Um, all of the sides are, are like uh, rolled up um, wooden blinds, basically, that they could bring back down in case of inclement weather or something. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can see that there are scribes working inside there are people scuttering around from place to place um most of the people who are running you note are halflings carrying stuff uh either trays of like food and drink or big stacks of paper or um 
various other things, but then there's a lot of uh, stately snake people uh, working, um, like sitting on the ground with little desks in front of them doing some sort of paperwork. You can see there's there's dozens of them just on this side of the building. Okay. Um, does there look to be like a central, uh, like a, a a central person to go talk to, like like a I wouldn't say a secretary, but a figurehead of some variety. Okay. Um, you go toward you just walk up towards the center, um, main opening, and you can see that there's it's like a long corridor that opens up into some big, uh not veranda, the opposite of that, uh, patio <laughs> in the center of the building. And there is a, um, a young, uh, man there. And he's, um, most of the, the snake people, um, a little bit tan, but faintly green undertones. And mm-hmm. they all have this glorious long black hair, just like every single one of them. And, um, most of them are dressed simply in like wrap sarongs, um, mm-hmm. but this guy looks like he's got he's got a little spear and a um, big knife in his belt as well. Um, has looks sort of of some sort of guard. Oh, don't really want to bother a guard on this day. Uh, damn it. I, we should have done more research before we came, you guys. And you did. You did a lot of research, but this is some I place that's... what language they spoke. ...really far out from um, the sphere of influence that the uh, Serena Republic has. This is... That's... Yeah. That's... That's weird. Um, um, does ahead. Isabetta, do you have, like, language spells that could help mm-hmm. us out no. here? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> thought I'd mention. I'd have something useful like that. <laughs> Heaven forbid, my goodness. What, what did you take as your f- lo- new spells at fourteen? <laughs> oh, <fuck laughs> I got new spells. Did yeah, I? Yeah, you get two new spells for ten level up. Ah, that's gonna be a surprise <laughs> for next episode. <laughs> perfect. Perfect. Okay. Um, you actually, basically, all f- both of you, both Lydia and Kishori, turn to Isabetta and you're like can you do something about this and she just sort of shrugs <laughs> yeah okay that's what I was kind of thinking um, so Kishori will go to speak to them okay. as best as she can you want to just... talk to this guard guy yeah see if he could if he could do common probably not then try celestial okay. hope for the best see what happens okay um, you greet him in common to start with and uh-huh. he um he does this like squinty eyed thing and um That's his valid. snake features actually he's got a, a little voldemort he actually very little in the way of a nose and sort of like slit nostrils and a wide mouth mm-hmm. with a little bit of fang mm-hmm. and he, he he leans in and he he says ah oh, um wait no little um no little oh mm-hmm. Um, I wonder if the halflings speak. We'll we'll try. How help? Um, hmm, mm, um, boss, boss. Uh, <laughs> um, need map? I don't uh, or translator. Uh, and he 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 like squinches his face up like he's thinking real hard, and then he um, it's valid. 
turns into the corridor and he snaps his fingers a couple times until he does get the attention of a halfling mm. and um, beckons him over. And it's a uh, young young man and he's got short curly hair and um, he's dressed the same way the rest of them are, which is very cute because he's so short and he's wearing a little sarong and a little, little vest mm. thing. But, um, and the... Um, guard says something to him in another language uh, and all of you can make intelligence checks. She's probably calling this stupid. <laughs> uh, intelligence. 27. Nice. 4. 10. Cool. Uh, is it a, does the, oh, draconic. Cool. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> and um, the halfling nods his head and he comes up to you and he does an, a, a deep bow um, to you and says, um, my, my ladies, how can I, uh, I'm, oh, I, uh, and he stops. He's like, and you see him like, he's counting on his fingers. Like he's trying to parse words. He's like, I don't speak very well. It's been a long time. How can I help you? Okay. <laughs> One, thank you. Um, two, we are looking to purchase a map to, uh, where was the location again? Uh, Theron? You're Me? With location names. Uh, we're going to Krakatoa. We're going to a big old Krakat- volcano. Okay, okay. Um, uh, Krakatoa, if, do, do you know if there's maps of that anywhere? Uh, and he, he stops and he, he thinks for a minute and he's like, well, um, yes, yes, come with me. Oh, goody. Okay. I'm gonna f- and then he turns him. and he says something back to the guard who just sort of shrugs and waves you guys away. Thank cool. you. And, uh, the halfling, um, leads, he actually was carrying like a tray of something and he sets it down on the floor on the side of the hallway and, um, leads you off and it's not really like a maze in here it's but it's a lot of open interconnected rooms and you see a lot of these um scribes look up at you guys as you pass um with mild disinterest uh you'd think that they would be more curious about foreigners in their palace here but they seem to just let it go without looking to question they're it's too fair. busy for this shit. <laughs> and um, eventually he, uh, the halfling, brings you to a room that's full of um, racks filled with scrolls. Oh. And there is a old lady there who actually has um, spiraling horns coming out from her temples. Um, it like maybe six six inches tall on both sides, little spiraling horns, and a little poof of gray hair. And her skin's a little bit on the purple side. And when she looks up, her eyes are, like, totally black. Um, and she sees the halfling, and then she looks at you, the three of you, and begins to question the halfling and Draconic. And he responds back to her in common and says they are looking for a map to 
uh, the big volcano island. <laughs> and she nods a little bit and says, um, looks again at the three of you and addresses Kishori. Hmm. And um, says, ah, cousin, why would you want to go there? Uh, surely you've seen or heard of some weird call or pull to the volcano? Oh, there have been rumors. <laughs> of course. <laughs> well, we all thought they were sailors' tales. But uh, I, you know I'm how afraid... sailors are. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm afraid that these tales hold truth as we've witnessed. Interesting. And uh, she... Mm-hmm. Pushes herself up from, and they're all again these little low tables. There's no chairs; they're all on cushions. And she pushes herself up, and when she stands up, she's um maybe like four and a half feet tall, and it oh. looks like her um she's beyond even the horns. She actually looks like there's a a tail that comes out and chooses to help like a third arm push her up to her feet, uh, and she hobbles over through the racks of scrolls and eventually comes back with a um, three different ones that she unfurls on the table in front of her. And she fits them together a little bit so you can see that they're where uh, it, it has several islands all, connect, all connected mm-hmm. uh, across the maps. And she says, well, we're here. And she points, and you can see the map she shows has a huge sprawling area denoted as a city on this island that you're on. Most of the rest of which is jungle. And she says, and then you have to go through this straight here. And then the the volcano is on this island. But how are you going to get there? Do you fly? Um, for short periods of time, I'm... Uh... I think we will need to find us a guide. Do you know of anyone who gets through the jungles frequently that could help us, maybe? Well, even if you went through the jungle, you'd still have to swim. Well, do you know any... This is all happening in Celestial, right? <sighs> yeah. No, she's talking in common. She's oh, she's talking in common. common? Oh, I thought she was yeah. talking in Celestial. No, oh. she's talking in common. Uh, well, where, 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 where's the port district? Like, where could we hire a boat? Uh, and, and a guide would also be good because we have no idea what we're doing in the jungle. Okay, yeah. <laughs> she um, nods. Yes. Of course, of course. That's a, that's a wise decision. And she says, if you just head due north along the main thoroughfare, it should drop you off at the port. And there's many sailors there from all over the seas. Perhaps you can find someone willing to take you uh, toward that rumored shadow land. That's not rumored anymore. Okay. <laughs> hey guys. Y- yeah? Guess who just learned comprehend languages? <laughs> <laughs> Good. Good, I'm glad. <laughs> I'm so glad we could make it this far. Very oh, helpful. Okay. <laughs> and if you... there. There are many people there. Then I'm sure you could find someone willing to take you. Okay. Thank okay. you. Can, thank you. Uh, can we? Um, 
Can we have like a copy of this map? If you can draw one, of course you can. I cannot. Oh fuck. Uh... What kind of role would that be? Um, probably. I feel like I might have some sort of weird skill. Let me see. I oh, I have. I I know how to do forging. So like I have I have pen skills. Can I try and make a copy of the map? Yeah, that's fine. Go for it. Um, cool. Go ahead and do um. Oh, are you better at dex? I think you're better at dex. Go ahead and do a dex based proficiency check. Okay. Uh, Sixteen. Nice. That's pretty good. Okay. Um, you get out some papers and you make a, a somewhat smaller version of it because this is actually a, a very large sprawling collection mm-hmm. of things and um basically you guys are on the island of java and mm-hmm. um you have to go through the strait between java and i think it's sumatra over and then krakatoa is over in the ocean on the west side of that strait okay and it's based on um what she, what she shows you with how they um calculate distance it's about a hundred miles waterway between the two places. All right. And then she, um, she smiles the old lady and she rolls her stuff up and she's like, oh, where are you three from? You are not locals. I'm not surprised you couldn't tell. Um, <laughs> I mean, we're from Venice. Sort oh, of. That's very far away. Mm-hmm. Goodness. Do you have any maps to add to our collection? Mm-mm. No. <laughs> well, that's a shame. We... <laughs> I'm sorry. If I had thought about it earlier, I probably would have brought you some, uh, but I did not. So maybe next time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> of course. Next maybe. time you come back, please, please bring us more. It's always important to have knowledge. Knowledge is power. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> anyways, uh, thank you so much for your time. Um, is the halfling still there? Or did yes, he kind of he's still just, there. Um, and and he's, he's stepped back a little bit while you're talking to her. Um, and, but as soon as you turn to look to him, he, he bows his head again and says, I can take you back to the door? Please? Of course. And Thank he bows you. and says something um, to the old lady, who, much like the guard did, just sort of waves him off. And um, he bounds way ahead of you to lead you back through to the front entrance of the palace. Okay. Okay. So Kishori will just, um, fall and step behind him. She kidnap him. Oh no. I was literally just thinking of that. <laughs> um, and then once we get to the door, she'll pull out like, I don't know. I have a shit ton of money. So, uh, at this point, I don't know what's fair or right or anything. So I'll just tip him like 20 gold. <laughs> <laughs> You're having 200 bucks, kid. Thanks. Yeah. Okay. If you you pull out that giant stack of money, um, the halfling, like his eyes get huge. And he says, are you willing to buy my contract, madam? Oh. Yes. Yes. Uh, Wait, wait, wait. (laughs) How much is your contract? Well, it's, it's not even that much, but I, if you, that would set me up for life, madam. Could, so could you buy yourself out of your contract with this? No. No, I'm afraid that's not Ooh. how it works. Oh. I would feel weird owning somebody. I mean, you could, like, 
unown him once you own him. Unown? Uh, um... <laughs> and yeah. you um, make an insight check on him. Uh, 22. That's very good. You don't get the impression that he's a slave, but he's mm-hmm. definitely an indentured servant of some kind. But he can't pay off his I own. mean, if Kishori doesn't buy him, Isabetta's gonna buy him. Because <laughs> Isabetta needs more people. Um, I, I, I would come under suspicion if I were to bring all of this at once. Oh. Oh. Um, God damn it. I don't need to buy somebody right now. But, like, I don't want to take him into danger either. Well, no, you don't have to... Pr- you're gonna, uh, yeah, you're gonna... <laughs> you'd be paying off whatever debt he has. Okay. And then setting him free. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? Way. You know what? Yeah, let's let's do that. I'll, I will buy Sarah's out Sarah's way overthinking this. She's like, this I'm way... So this got complicated way too fast. right now. Well, <laughs> no, it is I, like all of a sudden we have extra errands to do. <laughs> my brain doesn't function this early, Nikki, okay? <laughs> Sorry, baby. It's only ten. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. 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 I'll do that. I'll. Yeah. I'll buy out your contract. I don't. Uh, oh. Okay. Okay. I'll okay. He actually gets very excited and he says, "Come with me, please." And okay. um, hurries. You like, you guys are at the front door of the palace, and then he actually hurries back deeper into the building to some other place. Um, and he brings you to uh, one of the um, snake ladies who's uh, also has a bunch of scrolls behind her. Uh, and he says something to her very quickly in Draconic. And uh, she frowns at him and then looks up and, and frowns real hard at Kishori and then <laughs> looks back at him and then nods. And she turns and gets um, like rifles through papers until she finds something. Oh no, paperwork. Yeah, yeah. And she rolls it out, and um, they talk back and forth for a minute, and then he says, it would be seven of your coins to free me from my contract, madam. Oh. Oh, okay. Um, so she'll give the... And hand out seven she's... coins to the snake lady, I guess. Okay, and she's holding her hand up, um, and... Uh, she looks at them, she counts them, uh, frowns a little bit at the markings on them, because they're Venetian, and mm-hmm. then nods, and um, she takes out a quill, and she signs something in whatever their alphabet is, and then she turns the paper to you, and holds the quill out and like taps to a place for you to sign as well. Okay, I, um, I sign. Okay, and then she... Um, in nice big cursive letters. She clasps her hands together and bows to you and um, says a blessing of some kind, but it's in Draconic, you're not really sure what she said. Mm-hmm. And um, then the halfling says, oh, thank you, mistress. Thank you. I can finally... Uh, Don't call me mistress. Oh, goodness. Don't me, yeah, no, just uh, call me Kishori, please. My um, family will be so excited I can finally oh, get a real job. Oh, delightful. Yeah. Yeah. And... He says, do you wish uh, me what, to... What's your name? Uh, Franklin. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really into the idea of just giving this guy like 10 platinum pieces, but Isabetta wouldn't do that. <laughs> yeah, Isabetta's a miser. She would not do that. Okay. <sighs> okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, go home. Be with your family. Do you wish to hire me, madam? 
No. Oh, I understand. <laughs> of course. No, no, no. You are, what, you are frankly, very big people and I'm very small. I understand. What we're doing is very dangerous and I just, I want you to be with your family. Well, I thank you for your grand generosity. And he, he bows. He says, let me take you back outside, please. And then please. He, he bows again to the, the clerk and she um, sort of waves him off again like the others have done and goes uh-huh. back to whatever she was doing. Hmm. And he leads you back out to the main square there in front of the palace mm-hmm. and says, if you're going to the dock, just go to the edge here and then turn um, to your right. And then it's about, oh, maybe a mile before you're going to start hit the docklands. Actually, Franklin, I just thought of this. Um, um, we do kind of need a translator to get us through to the docks would you be okay would you uh, would you be okay if we hired your service till then and then of course i would be happy to serve the translator for you madam thank you i hope that's okay <laughs> and then he starts um, to he starts to like he is very jaunty now and starts to like <laughs> walk like lead you guys down the across the qu- the square um mm-hmm. And he's got a little bit of, like, his chest puffed out a little bit. He's, like, fixes his hair up. Like, he's standing tall now that he's a he's a free person. Um, and uh, you guys take a brisk walk down uh, to get to the dock area. And um, there are hundreds of ships out here. Um, most of them are of a design I'm going to show you here. Show us the ships. Oh, wow. This is a model, but this is what all of the um, Yanti ships look like. Okay. Um, what is this kind of ship called? Do you know? It's a Jong. Okay. That's for our, you know, nerd listeners who want to look up the boat. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sorry. It's a Jong. Uh, so it's a, it's a long um, boat that has uh, anywhere from two to uh, four square sails at an angle and then in the center of the boat is a little bit of a um house to go in to get out of the sun out of the rain but mostly it's a long ship uh for sailing and it's used for cargo more than anything else uh i did spend an hour trying to find this picture this morning so (laughs) i feel i've succeeded Um, thank you you're welcome and uh there are a few um ships of a similar design that are actually smaller uh like proportionately half the size of these ones and there are a couple that you think probably have come all the way from the protectorate because there are too many vines on them to be normal uh but nothing that you're used to seeing from the uh mediterranean or elf ships like that um from the high elves uh, mm-hmm. because they would have to travel around the Horn of Africa, and that's just not a thing that you, that's really happening these days. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. And as you guys start walking along um, through the dock area, I'm going to go to Lucy. Ooh. Hi. Hey, Lucy. Hey. Um, so your character's <laughs> name is Pyra? Um, I think it's pronounced Pyra. Pyra. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you are, your, your crew is there, um, 
you've, you're coming back from being on shore leave for a couple of days and you're sort of lounging there at the edge of the docks, just sort of having a snack and, um, watching the people here mm-hmm. as you're waiting for the rest of your fellow sailors to get back to the ship. And, um, you get this feeling in the back of your head, like, uh, um, someone's plucked a wire almost and made a chiming sound to get your attention. And you, you sort of stand up a little taller and you look around and you see that they're, uh, coming towards you along the dock is a group of people of ladies that are very strange to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, and they're being led by a halfling and, um, which is not uncommon. You're used to seeing halfling servants around. That's a very common thing. But then there is a, um, an Asmar. You can tell that immediately in heavy black plate mail and this tall, uh, gray skinned, frighteningly beautiful lady, um, <laughs> who carrying, carrying herself, uh, like you're used to seeing on the, the, highest of nobles of the city. And then there's this smaller lady with them who um, is weird to you because she doesn't have any of the extra features that you're used to seeing on any bit around here. She doesn't have scales. She doesn't have horns. No part of her is on fire. Um, (laughs) So, and she's just, uh, she does have fabulous eyebrows though. So that's very important (laughs) that you know how good her eyebrows are. And they're, um, looking at ships and the halfling is chattering to them in common, um, pointing out like different kinds of ships and what they might be looking for. But you have this almost, uh, this, this, it feels like, uh, divine pressure to go talk to them. Okay. So I think that Pira, she just kind of like, what kind what, what kind of food do they have? Just like random fruit and stuff like that. I don't know. What do you guys? What are you guys walking around? Are you still? Did you get more food here? Oh, I absolutely got some fruit. Okay. <gasps> but yeah, so I think like Pieta was just kind of hanging around outside the ship, and she was just bite, taking a bite out of some of the local food, mm-hmm. and then she just kind of like she was kind of staring at them with like not an apple, but like <laughs> an apple halfway to her mouth with a bite taken out of it, mm-hmm. and she just kind of like sighs and stands up. And then just slowly starts to make her way over. And she's, like, she's trying to, like, pull at that string that she felt to see, like, why am I going over to these people? Why am I talking to these people? Sure. Um, Okay, so describe yourself to us then. She starts going over. She has very long, dark hair, like a lot of the Yonti purebloods. It's in, like, a braid over one shoulder, kind of dangling across her chest. Um, she has the the snaky eyes, so they're like kind of gold with the slits. Um, she has a forked tongue. She has fangs that aren't so prominent that they stick out when her mouth is closed, but that you see when she opens her mouth. Mm-hmm. Um, her skin is kind of like a. It's kind of greenish, but also a little bit darker than a lot of it. Like it's not as like grayish green. It's kind of more of a blackish green. Okay. And then, like, she has, um, her skin turns into scales, like, on her shoulders and, like, on her cheeks and stuff like that. Oh, nice. Uh, yeah. All right, so you guys see this this lady 
approaching you, um, who's got a little holding of something that she's eating, but also has a sort of like exasperated expression on her face as she's coming closer to you. And I mean, um, who doesn't though? <laughs> right. <laughs> that's that. It happens eventually with you guys. It's just a matter of time. Um, I want then, um, Lucy, go ahead and make me a. Um, go, start with religion, I guess. Check religion. Check. Nope. <laughs> okay, and just sit, um, when you when you roll, just tell us what your result was. Oh my! I got a five. Five. Okay. So you're. Um, you see these ladies and you can tell immediately that they're not followers of your God. So you're mm-hmm. not really sure what this connection might be. Um, and you guys sort of all pull up together here about the same time. And the little halfling guy who's with them. Oh, excuse me one second. Sorry. Little halfling guy uh, bows to you and um, actually retreats back from Pira a little bit and um but then and then oh wait shakes his head a little bit and says it to you in draconic um madam do you speak the western tongue she snorts at madam <laughs> she's <just> like <laughs> madam <laughs> under her breath but uh by western tongue they mean common yeah 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 so she like Oh god, I think she's kind of I think she's kind of an asshole. She like flexes. <laughs> Perfect. She, fle- she flexes a little bit and she's just like she's like she says she's like, "Yeah," but she also like says some stuff in abyssal and primordial and like all the other shit she does. And then she finally <laughs> settles on like I also dabble in common. <laughs> so you guys hear that at the end she says a bunch of stuff and then at the end says, "I also dabble in common." Um <sighs> Probably showing off her fangs a little bit at that time when she says it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, oh, good, good. Um, and now I will pat Franklin on the shoulder. Okay, thank you for your help. Uh, I don't think we'll need you anymore if uh, <laughs> this is who we're going to go with. Oh, of course, madam. Thank you so much again. Don't, don't, and not, ma- Don't madam me, please. Oh, I can't, I have I. It's required, madam. You're of a higher oh, case than God. I am. Okay. Oh, and he no. he bows, and um and then he bounces off. Okay. Bye. Good luck. Goodbye, Franklin. Okay. Um. Pira smiles a little at Franklin as he walks away. He <laughs> is going to go off and have a great life now. It's going to be delightful. Um. Okay. Then. I'm going to write Franklin fan fiction when we're done. Nice. Yeah. Good. Good. <laughs> uh. So um, this Yanti lady has come up to you from at the end of a gangplank that goes up to one of these Jong ships. Okay, uh, Kishori will hold her hand out and uh, say, hello, I'm Kishori. And just offer it for a shake. Um, hmm. She does, but she kind of like, I don't, do they shake hands here? <laughs> they super don't. Okay, <laughs> so I, oh, so I would I think... know that though, wouldn't I? Like, I, that was something I would know, right? Um Yes, probably, but it, you're so used to, to force of habit. Force of habit, yeah. and then when when this this lady sort of does this, like oh, gesture, like oh crap. Yeah, I'll pull it back. I apologize. It's been a while since I've been back in the homelands. Yeah, uh, would be bad. What what is the custom here? Bowing is more common. Yeah. Okay, I'll do that instead. Okay, she uh, bows in response. 
But then she just kind of like, she kind of looks at how you guys are all dressed. And she's just like, yeah, I can kind of tell that it's been a while. Mm-hmm. Um, we are looking for passage to the volcano. Um, we wouldn't really require it, I, anything too strenuous from your crew. Um, and we are more than capable of protecting your crew and you have in your ship if anything should happen. Is oh. are you for hire? Um, are they for hire? Like as a rule, like she's. You would I probably need to go talk to your captain about that. Okay, but yeah. Um, yeah. these yeah. ladies look wealthy, mm-hmm. and you think you can probably extort them for a ton of money to help them? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> yeah, cool. So she's kind of like um, doing the thing where she's like, um, like rubbing the space. Um, like that space in between her lip and her nose while she's thinking. Sure. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's just kind of like, we don't usually take passengers, but I think I might be able to convince the captain. You, you, you said you can pay up, right? Uh, yes. Okay. Yeah, that should help quite a bit. And then she just kind of like turns and just starts walking with the assumption that you will follow. We will follow. <laughs> Oh, absolutely. I'm intrigued. <laughs> yeah. Like, as she walks away, you see, like, on her back, right where her neck, like, widens into her shoulders, there's, like, a small pattern, like, cobras have on their hoods. Nice. Oh. Ooh. Dig it. Um, and as, like, she's walking um, in front, Kishori will also speak over. I'm sorry I didn't get your name. She kind of halts mid-step and <laughs> realizes she also didn't ask their names. <laughs> and she just turns around like you may call me Pira it's and she's like, yeah, she like you. you as well and she like holds out a hand as if to gesture you to give your names uh, um, again I am Kishori and these are my companions uh, Lydia and Isabetta pleasure to meet you you as well <laughs> this is a transaction for Lydia. <laughs> but she just kind of gives like a little half bow, but it's mostly a nod to them all again, and then just turns around and keeps walking. All right, then um, you guys walk up the gangplank to go find the captain um, of the ship that I'm going to name here on the break. And uh, <laughs> I'm going to name a bunch of things real quick on the break. Um, and then we're going to, I think, stop recording there. Thank you for listening to Roll Like a Girl. To get in touch with us, the best place is on Twitter at Roll Like a Girl or by joining our Discord server. If you enjoy our show, please consider supporting us on Patreon. Or if you want to support us but can't swing a monthly payment, which is understandable, we have a merch store. Links for everything I just mentioned are in the show notes. We hope to see you again next week for more shenanigans.